I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're gonna do to this what you love, SMJ. I'm so sorry. Would it be so bad if an 84 year old got into heroin? Welcome to the Cat Organizational Podcast. You idiot. It's written down in front of you, you idiot. This is like the buffalo chicken wrap of answers. I haven't heard about hot orcs in a while. We were so horny for motion controls in 2005. I can't wait to come back and tell you how it was Noah's Ark, you asshole. I would also like to retroactively say I've never had cotton candy acid. So Andrew's 100% doing a voice, right? Everybody get off IMDb now. Time to record. This episode and probably this whole this whole podcast is a mistake. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we talk tu- we talk tungsten. <laughs> we talk tungsten. We talk oh, tungsten. Nothing we else. We take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books video games, and how the updated Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 soundtrack has sparked more joy in my life than anything has since March. Is it out? I haven't followed it. Uh, not the game, but they released the soundtrack. Oh, they released the soundtrack? Yeah, the mm. remastered soundtrack with like 37 new songs. Oh, that's so They all cool. slap. Superman's on there. Everything's that's good. really cool. I it's, like that a lot. In my mind, it was just Superman is every track. <laughs> just, it's just, just like 36 every, covers of Superman. Yeah, every song is, is Superman, Superman, and then every fifth song is that Johnny was a race car driver song. And then that's uh, it. Oops, all Superman. Yeah. All right, friends. So on February 19th, 2019, a very important question was asked here at DT exclamation point HQ. That question was if and when the kaiju attack, which Mega definitely Man... Definitely <laughs> Yeah, definitely win. Uh, which, like, could be next month at this rate. That's 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 our that's our uh, natural disaster for August? Or yeah. Maybe, I guess, for maybe September. We'll be, we'll be conservative and say September. <laughs> anyway, the question that was asked was which Mega Man robot master could be blown up to Pacific Rim Jaeger size to defend the country from this monstrous attack? Well, as we enter the back nine of 2020 and a kaiju attack starts to feel more and more inevitable, I'm beginning to think dopey 2D action platformer bosses may not be the answer. What? You're kidding. <laughs> you don't think that'll work? I've been wrong before. However, that's, that's still very off brand for you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well. So we need skyscraper sized defenders who are battle ready, who know what they're doing who have defended us from kaijus before. What we need, my friends, are the Zords. The what? The what now? Such a strong yeah. delivery. Wait, the like Zords. The, like the Zords, like, like Power Rangers, yeah? Yes, 100% the, like Power the Rangers. The Zords. Those Zords, uh. in fact. Now, DT exclamation point HQ has once again been called upon to project manage the Western Front in this war for world freedom. Joining my primary color-themed think tank today are Kyle, shift into Turbo Harper. That was the one about cars. It was Todd, <laughs> Wild Access Thomas, and Andrew, Jungle Beast Spirit Unleashed Henderson. Uh, what, what's funny is that was Andrew's nickname yeah, in college. Two, two, of those, <laughs> two, of those, two of those three things are what I yell every time I go into our door. Oh, boy. Okay. However... 
considering the last time we had this argument, one member of this team insinuated that the Power Rangers weren't cool, and a few months ago, when I pitched literally the coolest Power Rangers follow-up series to ever be pitched, none of these dweebs were really that interested, I decided to radio Alpha and Zordon for some backup. So please debate this family, allow me to introduce you to actual Power Rangers playwright and one of the first 10 friends I made in college, it's Morphin Time SMJ from the Did You Find This Helpful podcast. What's up? It's me. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so first off, y'all are wrong about this uh, series that uh, Matt pitched the last time. I think Matt's, Matt's striking on the... Uh, when the iron's hot, the CW has never been hotter than it is before. Superheroes and <laughs> sure. teens have never been hotter than they are before. Um, teens are increasingly getting hotter. That's uh, true. In terms nope. of we got media, that, we got that recorded. No, get that get that isolated soundbite, please. <laughs> yep, got it. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm a playwright. I'm a theater maker uh, based out of New York City. I'm originally from Ohio. I also work on a podcast called Did You Find This Helpful, which me and my co-host Henry, every Monday and Thursday, we review uh, Amazon products and decide which one to impulse buy. We use the Amazon reviews. Um, If you've seen uh, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet, it's a similar vibe to that where we just, you know, we just rag on uh, random ass people. Our latest episode, we talk about Tila Tequila. Um, and The Bachelor. Oh, oh my god. god. Wow. I so haven't heard that wow. in a long time. Yeah. Right? Well, that's because she went wow. off the deep end and it turns out that she yeah. uh, really loves Hitler. She's like uh, an alien Nazi now, isn't she? Yeah, she <laughs> loves Hitler. Um, thinks Hitler was in the right <laughs> okay. Um Supported Trump. She got kicked off of Twitter okay. and then joined the right-wing equivalent of Twitter, which is called Gab. You know? Because wow. there has to be one. Oh. There always has to be one. That makes me want to throw up. Yes. Um, okay, quick, quick, just shoot from the hip. Uh, best and worst product you guys, uh, you all looked at. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the best, oh, yeah, the best would be either the life-size um, Yeti statue. Um, <laughs> Hell yes. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <laughs> worst? Okay, so we haven't covered it on the podcast, but something that my brother found for an episode um, it gave to us was um, this fetal pig that you could use for dissection in your school. Oh, that's what my high school had for dissection. Uh, yes, like. and it was uh, thirty-two dollars with Prime. So, oh, that is that's horrible. Significantly less money than I expected. Yes. If you would have, if you would have said, "Guess what the price is?" It's a nightmare. I wouldn't have guessed thirty-two dollars. Yes, so it was relatively <laughs> cheap. There's also like small amounts of uranium ore. That's available on Amazon. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of... Is this all available with two-day shipping? Um, Free two-day shipping? The uranium ore, yes, actually. Wow. Wild. <laughs> and Where, then, warehouse workers are not peeing to give you uranium ore. No, no. That's, no not at that all. That is a thing. Um, and I guess to tie it back into the episode, I'm a really huge Power <laughs> Ranger fan. Um, <laughs> I, do, I did write a Power Rangers-based play that is actually copyrighted by me so if hasbro wants it they're gonna have to buy it um that's what it's all about baby they have to We're fork s- over that yeah. Yeah. Big money, baby. <laughs> give me, give me three thousand dollars to never do it i guess is what i'll probably end up getting but i love it i, I just read a long thread today on how hasbro's been hemorrhaging money for five years so maybe they'll they'll 
throw a Hail Mary and buy your screenplay. Yeah. They're not doing so hot. $3,000 is like 100 fetal pigs, so. <laughs> and that's what I want. Right. <laughs> what was that? The, like 70 whole hogs or whatever. What was that thing that was relevant in politics a couple months ago? Feral oh, hogs. Feral it was hogs. feral hogs. Yeah, feral. Feral, yeah, some schools should be armed with rifles because you never know when feral hogs will when swarm a school. 50 feral of hogs will attack. Jesus Christ. Uh, these people. All right, so I wonder if that hit right-wing Twitter. It probably did. It was all over Gap. Okay, <laughs> let's please take an immediate left turn and head back to Power Rangers. So listen, y'all. I, for one, think our plan for selecting last year's Jaeger was pretty stellar. The task at hand hasn't changed. 2020 is just proving to be far, far worse than expected. So I'm planning on asking the exact same set of questions I did last time. With that being said, introduce me to your Zord. What Power Rangers series are they from? What do they look like? What are their special powers? What Ranger pilots that Zord? Anything we need to know in this, your thesis paragraph of today's argument, Kyle. So, Matt. So, Kyle. Where do most, where do most kaiju come from? The, the depths the, of the ocean. The depths of the ocean, of course. I love when we ask rhetorical questions. <laughs> sure. where, where do kaiju usually attack? Cities on the coast. So, wouldn't it make sense... <laughs> That a Zord, that you would want a Zord that can fight on both land and sea. That would make sense, yes. So, Matt. So, Kyle. I'm, I recommend today that we take on these kaiju with the Black Frog Ninja Zord, um, wow. the second Zord piloted by original Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, Adam Park. Cool. Okay. And let me tell you why. <laughs> Please. So. <laughs> That's not just the end of your argument. Wait, can I ask a question? Is anyone going to um actually Kyle? Because I really want to. Yeah, get him. Yeah, please um actually me. Adam Park wasn't the original Black Ranger. I didn't say that? Yeah, you said you no, said he, the original you said that. Black Ranger. Oh. You said that. Play the tape back. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I also want to know what SMJ's question is. Yeah, I want okay. SMJ to yeah, dunk yeah, yeah. on Kyle. So this is very important to me. Are we talking okay. about the Black Frog Ninja Zord from the movie? Or are we talking about it when it appeared in the season three because one is the right answer here <laughs> i'm gonna be honest and and admit that i don't know the difference between the two i'll help um, you i'm assuming it's the movie one no I'm you. you want the season okay. one okay right. i want the it's, it's the season three one yeah, actually because then um, if you're doing SMJ, the movie I'm then glad it's just you cgi asked. and you. stuff and that's just bad <laughs> i feel like smj like came in like slapped the the powerpoint off the screen and then like helped you back up and was like all right you got it this time that thing where you yeah. like where you like put your finger up to someone else's lips to shush them and, <laughs> and then no, no, no. in your ear like no you have it now you got it so the reason the the black frog ninja zord is the right answer for this uh challenge matt is that it not only is going to be able to intercept kaiju out in the deep ocean it is going to be able to lasso them up with its electrified tongue. Mm. Oh. Mm -hmm. And it can also run interference because it spawns tiny robot frogs. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, you know, we'll, we'll use out, out at sea to, to keep the, the kaiju busy, keep it from moving more inland. Now, assuming that the frog zord shows up late to the party because... Let's face it, if this thing meets it out in the ocean, the kaiju is not getting any further than that. Mm. That's how good this thing is. Um, the frog ninja zord is going to meet the kaiju on land with its fire breath, 
ready to serve up some fire-roasted Cajun kaiju legs, just like Grandpappy used to make. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cajun I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're going to do to this what you love, SMJ. No, so I love it. Bring it. That's kind of you. They say they taste uh, just like chicken. I would certainly eat Cajun kaiju legs. Like yeah, you my would. grandpappy used to make. I would just certainly like, eat just those. like grandpappy used to make. Just like grandpappy used to make. Okay. Um, <laughs> anything else, Kyle? Are you good? I don't think I need to say anything else, Matt. I think I made my point very clear. Perfect, Todd. Todd, what do you have on on this the day of our kaiju overlords? So, you know what the best Zords are, Matt. Uh, the ones that come from the depths of the ocean? Is that still the answer? It could be. It's not not the answer. Um, well, I'm going to tell you, because if you were to ask the entire internet, and then half of Debate This, they would all resoundingly say that the best Zords came from Samurai and Super Samurai. The, that is the best source material for Zords. So hands down, unbeaten, unscored upon, that is where the best Zords are coming from. No competition. Further, Matt... <laughs> The Alpha Zord from the samurai-themed box that the creators checked when they were trying to put together toys to sell was absolutely the Golden Samurai Claw Zord. Now, I know you're asking questions of what this is. It's a bunch of words smashed together. <laughs> so this is, not, this is not just something that is like made up by uh, the oatmeal for like a webcomic. This Claw Zord is actually going to be something very, very good here. So the Zord, to draw the picture for you, it is effectively a golden mis mis <laughs> mishmash design that lands somewhere between a lobster and a shrimp. Um, <laughs> this thing and, is so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, well, I think what you mean is excellent in every way. And the other thing is that it also certainly drew inspiration from the mantis shrimp and the pistol shrimp when it came to its design. Because it doesn't really look like a lobster. doesn't really look like a shrimp. So certainly mantis shrimp, pistol shrimp. So what that means is it's packing heat, and I'll talk more about that later. But but here's just quick details of what you can look forward with this specific Alpha Zord here, Matt. Um, it's got super strength, so it's gonna suplex the bad guys. Um, it's you love to, suplexing, don't yeah, you, Todd? You lo the, Matt said his his Twitter handle says um, debate this cast and big fan of suplexes. Does so, it? I didn't um, know that. <laughs> don't yeah. go check it's fine um it will also hit you with multiple claw jabs straight to your face um it can also throw xena-esque chakrams made of pure energy uh -huh. um and you know what's that you want more cool it can also charge itself up to or it can charge itself full of pull it can <laughs> you'll also get there you got i'm gonna get third time a third time run at it it can charge Some itself. Some rams. Full, no, out Chack of rams. rams. <laughs> anyway, it can charge itself full of energy and fly off, and then slam through enemies hard enough to just straight up kill them. Uh, just kills them because it hits them so hard. Shrimp are definitely known to do that. Yeah. Oh, it's. Oh well, we're gonna get to that later, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh it God. is also piloted by Antonio Garcia. Uh, which is important because his role in the show was that he was the ranger that wasn't part of the original team that then shows up partway through the season, which is always the coolest ranger that shows up. Confirmed. Um, Definitely so, yeah. is always the coolest. So that is what I'm bringing you today, Matt, the Samurai Claw Zord. Um, and it is just perfect. It's flawless. It's a chef's kiss. So I need you guys to know that I have not pre 
Google image searched any of your answers, and Fantastic. I'm doing so as you are introducing them. And boy, let me tell you, if mm-hmm. Kyle's Zord has big season three energy, Todd's <laughs> Zord has big season 67 energy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're just drawing yeah. lines. Yes. Draw some lines. <laughs> when he said, yeah, when he said it's a cross between a lobster and a shrimp, he, he wouldn't kidding. It's it's like it's like somebody built a Lego sculpture of a lobster. Yes. Yeah. At a certain point in time in, in SMJ, we can this you would probably be able to talk all about this. I feel like at a certain point in time, they just started designing the Zords to fuse together. Yes. Like they stopped they stopped giving you like here's the frog. It was like, well, this is the right foot. That's that means parents have to buy two toys. Yes. <laughs> so starting with uh, Megaforce, their uh, um, Bandai America started releasing legacy figures of all these different uh, Power Rangers teams, and one so it would have the figure, it'd have a couple weapons, and then on top of that, it would have one limb or one part of a Megazord. <laughs> And the whole purpose oh, yeah. was to either collect every member of that team or to collect five different members of whatever teams and then smash them together into this sort of bastardized version of a Megazord, right? Cool. Uh, yeah. So, yes. I'm I'm watching the, like, power-up video of the, the Golden Claw <laughs> Samurai Zord. Uh, samurai Claw Zord, Kyle. And, thank you. And he goes, the, the pilot... What was his name, Todd? Uh, Antonio Garcia. Antonio Garcia appears to go from one multicolored Power Rangers uniform to a second gold and black only Power Rangers uniform <laughs> yes. in the process of The amount of, of weird up. things they had. To, so I did not watch this season. <laughs> spoiler alert. But the amount of weird things they had to do to summon the different very like various types of their swords is wild like they pull a cd out and they put yeah. it in their sword and then they shut the sword like you yeah. want an old sony like yes. walkman it, it's definitely a sign of the times because mine they, they bring out like a flip phone this one also <laughs> has a flip phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the samurizer is a flip phone that they open up and then yeah. they do uh it's a moto razor yes yeah yeah well it's like it's 2014 uh-huh. um smj that was actually my next question is i'm curious to know so obviously like you're pretty well learned on the on learning on the Power Rangers when we were all like younger. Uh-huh. Do you are you are you pretty knowledgeable about like the current gen, like the Nick Jr. gen or the uh-huh. Nickelodeon gen? So when it came back to Nick, I was right started college. Um, so I okay. watched the first few episodes of Samurai, and spoiler, it's not very good. Um, <laughs> it doesn't look oh, good. No. No. It got <laughs> I'm not surprised. It got worse with Megaforce. Um, I think it's because it started, you know, it's like when Saban took it back, it became more about selling things than actually telling stories, right? Like they had, Megaforce had the uh, legendary battle where it was supposed to be every Power Ranger comes back and fights off the big bad guys and really like 10 people came back and three of them had lines and then uh, the Troy Burrow Burroughs is the Red Ranger in Megaforce and he was we're going to talk about him he had no acting experience (laughs) before he came on the show and when you're the leader of the show and we're supposed to focus around you yikes um Dino Charge was okay (laughs) and then oh god what was Ninja Steel was bad um but Beast Morphers pretty good (laughs) Beast Morphers is pretty good I'm pretty excited is that is that the current one or is there another dinosaur one yes Beast Morphers dinosaur turbo oh my god (laughs) Dino Fury (laughs) is gonna be in 2021 
I think I have that game. Uh, that's actually that's a really good segue because I want to talk about Mega Force and subsequently Super Mega Force. Yeah. Um, so I think like this is a this is a this is exactly the sweet spot where like I mean let's be honest Power Rangers is just GI Joe for the current era right like it's just it's just mm-hmm. shill, it's shilling a bunch of toys and uh, and especially like like SMJ noted the the uh, the latter seasons are literally just Saban say googling whatever is trending that year so like which is why we've seen the likes of fan favorites power power rangers vampire pact and mighty munchin <laughs> zombie rangers <laughs> wait hold on no. i'm gonna need you to take a brief pause yeah, at I mighty morphin munchin guy. rangers or whatever My, mighty munchin <laughs> zombie rangers hell yeah dude i'm in yeah there was uh, also now sorry to those interrupt. don't exist no go please, please it yeah. probably does exist if but you I play gta up, 5 and you um, are the the white guy who's in the mob. I forget his name. Um, but if you go to his house and you sit down and watch TV and you keep flipping through, um, there is a parody of Power Rangers in that where like half of them are high. And uh, <laughs> it's like weirdly sexual. One of them blows up by awesome. the end of the episode. But it's like a full like 10 minute episode. You could just sit and watch in GTA oh, wow. 5 that they just okay. did. Way to go, Wild. GTA 5. Maybe that's yeah. it. I don't know. That's 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 yeah. very fun. Well, regardless, there actually there isn't a vampire or a zombie Power Rangers, but there very well could be, uh, and there is a an attempted pirate makeover that they did, but called it Power Rangers Megaforce, and then and then later renamed it Super Megaforce. Which there is some mechanic where they do a they do a season and then they name it Super that. <laughs> so it's like a two years cycle now. So there's like Super Mega Force, and then there's Dino Fury and Super Dino Fury. Uh, yeah, it's it's real fun. So so let's talk a little bit about Mega Force. So uh, while while our our Rangers aren't actually pirates, uh, it's all pirate inspired, like like Pirates of the Caribbean inspired. So they all have cool jackets with big collars. Uh, so they all look like Square Enix characters, which is kind of fun. <laughs> Just less zippers. Uh, and they have, and they have like, they all have like, um, like curved sabers, you know, not no zippers, but less zippers, less, less <laughs> zippers. Uh, but to really drive the concept home, I think the biggest, the biggest tick mark on the pirate checklist is the red ranger who, uh, who we already identified Troy Burroughs, uh, was given the super mega ship sky sword, which is literally just a pirate <laughs> ship. It's a flying pirate ship. And it, fucking rules i've not looked i've not pulled this up yet so holy shit it's a it. pirate ship it's, it's just literally a pirate, a pirate ship. ship it's and specifically it's got the same energy as the super mario brothers 3 airships that you go to fight like at the end of the worlds <laughs> because it's a flying galleon pirate ship um but it doesn't have a propeller it doesn't have jets it just has big old sails so it just kind of <laughs> and it just kind of like kind of like hovers oh man is anyone else seeing the toy version of it with the giant sword coming off the front (laughs) yes Yes. that is clearly detachable and like let's talk about let's talk about it's uh it's onboard barrage of weapons so it's got (laughs) built-in laser cannons shut up this thing yep and a giant bladed bow spirit which is actually a thing i looked up nautical terms a bow spirit is what goes at the at the bow or bow spirit excuse me not bow spirit sound like an idiot a bow spirit which goes at the bow of the ship and it and it's it was designed for navigation it's supposed to cut it's supposed to increase or decrease wind resistance but this is just a big old spear <laughs> big old <honking> sword <laughs> yeah just a big old bayonet um for for all that slow moving boat stabbing boat uh, stabbing <laughs> 
<laughs> the super mega ship is one of, I would consider one of the most interesting Zords uh, because it serves, now that I mentioned earlier before we were recording, the idea of a vehicle class Zord, which is a thing. Mm-hmm. There are individual yep. swords, and SMJ backed me up here. There are individual swords. There are com- more complex mega Zords than there are vehicle swords. Zords, yes. which we did not say did not count. So the the super mega ship is kind of a hybrid. It, it acts as a as a great fox kind of thing where it comes in and and takes the tr- takes the takes the troops into into the battle. But then once everyone else docks out of the uh, the, the pirate ship Zord, um, Troy then just steers it and fucking blasts cannonball lasers. <laughs> um, the now the the weird thing about this particular generation is again, it's called Megaforce, so it's not like again it's not Power Rangers pirates because the other the other four Zords have nothing to do with pirates. Um, there's uh, you've got like a fighter jet, a race car, a submarine, and a van. And a van. <laughs> a yeah. van. Is it, is it at least van. is it is it like a minivan or is it like an A team van? Nah, yeah, it's like a painter's van. <laughs> <laughs> Like a commercial, like a commercial yeah. transport van. Yeah, like it's got a ladder on the top. You know? <laughs> My favorite Power Rangers season: five sexy teens in a panel van. Yeah. Well, I mean, they all played ambulance people, so that's, that's right. Fine. There's yeah, there's there's room for utility vehicles here. You say ambulance um, people. Yeah. They were, EMS. Like a, yeah, they were like emergency EMTs. people. Yeah, light yeah. speed yeah. rescue. No, I, SMJ, I think all the rest of us understood what we were saying. I just wanted Andrew to address the stupid thing he said. Ah, ambulance people. I, I too, am am ambulance people. Um, So to summarize for you, Matt, our strategy to fight the Jaeger is to create a flying pirate's galleon that can fire laser beam cannons at the bad monsters. Uh, Certainly not the worst idea I've heard in this podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, SMJ, it's time. School these uh, nerds. Give us your answer. I'm going to lay this out like a like a lawyer. I'm going to take you step by step. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Um, so Please it's, do. Uh, it's very difficult to pick one. Um, as we've seen, there's a lot of variety when it comes to Zords. Um, there's still three seasons worth of dinosaur-inspired Zords, yet they're all unique. Um, so we have That's to figure wild. out... Yes, we have to figure out... <laughs> What is the most effective? Do you pick something with flight ability and aerial attacks? This could be Kimberly Hart's uh, Pterodactyl Zord from uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and then the movie from 2017. Or do you pick a Zord that's, that has like this obvious effective weapon like Connor McKnight's The Red Ranger, um, Dino Zord from Dino Thunder? So that giant spinning arm that can be used as a sword, right? <laughs> do we focus on strength? And we pick a carrier Zord like Titanus, which is a giant uh, tor- tortoise uh, from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's literal job <laughs> is to carry the Megazord and uh, protect its lower half. Right. Um, or maybe we go agile and quick like Kendrick Morgan's um, Wildcat Galactic Zord from Lost Galaxy. <laughs> no, no, Holy no, shit. Matt, no people. You left out the ability to traverse land and sea. That's and, right. And don't, include don't the frog you, zord. There. Don't you worry. Yeah. How are you gonna cook up your your zord? Great. <laughs> how are you? So <laughs> how are you gonna fly through the air in a giant pirate ship? I hope. Yeah. So you see, we have to combine all these things. We need a zord that can do everything on its own, and it's even more powerful when it's put together as a part of the collective megazord. Right. So I submit to you, Pyramidus from Power Rangers Zeo. <laughs> Wait. No. 
Absolutely not. Absolutely yes. not. Wow. Pyramidus is who did my oil change last month. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pyramidus was brought to planet Earth by Trey of Triforia. That is three identical-looking triplets uh, pl- that when they get the gold ranger staff, they all become one <laughs> ranger, and they pilot Pyramidus. Of course. The power of the Gold Ranger, when it's brought to Earth, is then piloted by Jason Lee Scott, who was the first Mighty Morphin Red Power Ranger and the second Zeo Gold Ranger. Cool. So before it's returned back to Triforia, because obviously writing, it's not in some of the Japanese footage, so they have to get rid of it somewhere. Pyramidus is the ultimate hybrid Zord, and it's exactly what you think it is. It's a giant pyramid from outer space. It is capable of interstellar flight. It is a giant space pyramid. <laughs> Let me tell you, it can traverse galaxies, which means it could also fly within our own universe. Within our of own. Course. Yes. It shoots lightning bolts that crack open the Earth. <laughs> what? Whoa. Yes. Okay. Um, it can be a carrier zord that can combine with the other like six zords within the Zeo universe, and it creates the Zeo Ultra Zord. Now, when it's in its warrior mode, Matt, this is the best part. When it's in its warrior mode. Are you ready for this? Lay it on me. Okay. So when it's on its warrior mode, see, Pyramidus drives like a car whenever it's not flying. (laughs) But when it wants to stand up, it stands up directly. It's got a head. It's got two legs. It's got arms. It's its own. It could be its own Megazord, but it's called a Zord. So I technically fudged it around here so basically what it has it has a full head it has arms and legs that have energy cannons on them and also on the shoulder and the pyramid tip according to the official ranger wiki it is four times the size of a zord sized monster and it's estimated to weigh up to 25 times more than a monster it's also deceptively quick. It also has an impressive battle record. It has never been defeated on the show. And the only reason it even leaves the universe is because Trey of Triforia needs to go home. I submit that to you. Did, did you just bring Unicron to our show? Did you just, <laughs> did you just bring Unicron here? I, I got big, big, big Zam energy. This feels like big Zam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a narrow cast. It's a big Zam-esque, I would say. Um, but yes, I... Love Pyramidus. It's my favorite Zord in the uh, Power Rangers uh, Heroes of the Grid board game that I own. Um, so, do you, when you collect yeah. all five cards, do you win the game? All five cards. Of Pyramidus? No, you have to. Do, oh God, it takes fucking forever. They say it's like. Yeah, is that when you send them to the minutes. Shadow Realm, Andrew? Is that it? <laughs> yes. That's the joke you were reaching for. Yeah, yeah, shake, that's yeah. the joke. So you have six rangers and you have to defeat like three monsters and then a boss on top of that. And then also all of these putties that you have to deal with. And then you get Pyramidus. And in then the game. you can get Pyramidus to okay. your heart's content. It sounds yeah. worth it. I'm a big I'm a big Pyramidus stan. Let me tell you. This was okay. hard to pick. Big, big Pyramidus stan in this podcast. I got I to gotta go get a topical ointment for my Pyramidus. <laughs> <laughs> It almost has the right number of letters where you could tattoo it across your knuckles. For sure. Oh, it is really close. Very close. Oh, Matt, I forgot one more thing. Oh, please. Of course. So when it's done. It has all the powers. When you're done, 
You can just melt it down. You'll be the richest person on earth. How about that? How about that? Oh, for you? Well, How about well that? Is, it, is it made of gold? Yes. Pyramidus. Are you kidding me? It's a pyramid. Yeah. Midas, uh, okay, King Midas, yeah, well, the gold. Context clues, man. Now, I'm going to warn you on this one, SMJ. When you start talking about what your Jaeger is made out of, <laughs> <and your> precious <laughs> metal It's not very, not very, Because uh... that's the thing. How does it have the power to move around? tons and tons and tons of gold how mobile is that listeners thanks gold for tuning in to another episode of talking tungsten with todd <laughs> <laughs> the show where we talk about precious metals uh today todd is going to be talking about gold oh and the, the properties of what if of gold. what if pyramidus oxidizes what happens then all i know is that it existed on earth without any problems it only had to leave when it when it when it had to and uh it's in a st- interstellar flight so it's it's the Captain Marvel of the Power Rangers universe, is what, yes. you're, what we, you're telling us. We got us. a real metal vampire situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> metal Dracula. <laughs> I think Andrew is right. It's powers is all powers. Yeah. Okay, so we have, by the power of frog, by the power of lobster, uh, by the power <laughs> of pirate ship, and by the power of pyramid, with which we shall defeat these kaijus. So, uh, last year... I asked you to improve your Jaeger by adding one thing to cover its biggest weakness. And last year you asked me, what's the budget for this project? And I was like, "Ah." this year, however, funding is definitely a little tighter. In fact, the world government has limited us to a one-time payment of exactly $1,200 to get us through the rest of our lives. We're hoping to pull in some extra Some fun- of us even didn't even get that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, a lot of people are still holding out for that $1,200. Uh, it is $2,400 if you're married, though. That's what I hear. And we are hoping to pull in some extra funding from some other public services looking to shrink their budgets. But so far, only Minneapolis has committed to pitch in. And it's yet to be seen <laughs> what more we'll get. So you get to make exactly one upgrade to your Zord Jaeger. What will you add to your Zord to offset its biggest weakness? And Andrew, if you say galoshes again, I swear to God. <laughs> I hear I hear Portland might be kicking in on that fund soon, too. Well, fortunately, pirate ships don't have feet, but the answer is surprising. <laughs> pirate ship don't have feet is a sentence that I did not expect to hear today, but it's, it's my somehow favorite, not surprising. It's my favorite VeggieTales movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. There's a sweet musical number in there. Oh, now it's time for Silly Songs with Kyle. This is the part of the show where Kyle sings a silly song. (laughs) Um, I don't have a silly song prepared, but I do have the answer to your question, Matt. How I would improve my frog zord. Um, So, you know, um, on a zord that has a small army of robot frogs, an electrified lasso tongue, and fire breath, doesn't really need much else but if you're gonna throw some cash at us for an upgrade what we're gonna do is replace its back legs with what we are calling in the development phase super kicky frog legs (laughs) (laughs) the nerds in r&d really uh really worked that one out that this was this there was a lot of workshopping on the name let me tell you um so th- these these super kicky frog legs matt are going to let our zord swim faster jump higher and give our frog zord a powerful melee attack to try and trip the kaiju up by sweeping the legs swayze style sweet <laughs> 
<laughs> and then for our bigger kaiju, the super-powered kicky legs can be used with the tongue lasso to, like, lasso the kaiju and then kick away to p- topple our more top-heavy kaiju foes. Okay, wait, hold on. So I need you, I need you to paint the picture of how you're going to combo attack with a tongue coming from the front of the, the Zord and the legs coming from behind the Zord. Like you're, is, you're misunderstanding it. I so am. We're gonna, Paint the picture for me. It's, we're gonna, it's a series of jump cuts. We're going to lasso the, the Zord with the tongue okay, and then use the legs to jump away, pulling the Zord behind us, toppling it over and dragging it back to the ocean depth. So you're talking like tongue over the shoulder. Like long extended tongue yes. over the shoulder. I am yes. hat like And we're going and we're going the other way to pull the those to, to tip the Zord over. Okay. It's, it think think the okay. ATAT scene in, in Empire Strikes Back. Hang I don't love these physics. So so reminder first off, you're fighting kaiju. Didn't a lot of them come from the water? Aren't yeah, you just we're taking them, them back, back. in? Oh, okay. So it's not really. We're gonna drag him back to hell, Todd. <laughs> exactly. Drag him back to hell. All right, that's fair. Yeah, you got it, Todd. You figured it out. Seems pretty flawless. It sure does, doesn't it? Thank you. We worked hard on this pl- on this battle plan. Okay, so super kicky frog legs. Anything else to add to the newest menu item coming to a Buffalo Wild Wings near you? Nope, that's it. Nice. Uh, ranch dipping sauce or blue cheese, your choice. <laughs> and a side of celery for free. Todd, what do you got for me? So, like, I, I had already kind of ran down what I think the Claw Zord is real good at. Super strength, um, for sumo throws, suplexes, as I said earlier. Uh, I already mentioned the energy chakrams. But what, <laughs> you know, which every, every Zord wants, wants to just be Xena. Is that how it's actually pronounced? No. Chakrams? No, chakrams. Chakrams. Oh, that's what we're hung up on? That's it? A, a little right. bit, yeah. <laughs> no, I was Andrew's, Andrew's smugness to his answer was I what mean, I was going I, I realize my track record of pronouncing things is not great, but, but it, I think it's more just because, like, you emphasize that, yeah. <laughs> the the chakrams. The that's, that's from being that's that's just being from the northern half of Ohio. That's what right. that does. Right. So so Matt, you may be asking, you know, who who could ask for more than this already? Well, what we could ask for is that Clawzord definitely struggles in the mid range. Good at good at far away, good at up close, struggles in the mid range mid range. So we need to uh, cover up our enormous flashing weaknesses as all large mechanical monsters do. So we are going to upgrade its little snippy claws with the old uh, pistol shrimp special, and that is to shoot sonic bubbles that will ruin the kaiju with, with very weird and very real science. Okay. Now, I know you have questions. I do. Do you want to ask them, or do you want me to go first? And now begins Todd's half-hour spiel on the science of, of um, pistol shrimp or whatever. I called. just need to I need to level the playing field and mm-hmm. say, Todd, your track record talking a about science uh-huh. b on this specific episode uh-huh. has not been great. Okay, so <laughs> we're get, we're gonna give you an out before yeah. you go <laughs> before you dive into it. In, in to to make a metaphor, I have just dismounted off the bar and I'm spinning. We're gonna see if I, I stick the landing here. So <laughs> the jury's out. Go ahead. For those that are uninitiated, the pistol shrimp can <laughs> use its big beefy claw to create what is called a cavitation bubble, and it'll hit at 62 miles an hour by snapping its claw. Um, so cavitation is when like 
you cause bubbles to collapse upon themselves. Like the oxygen it just collapses upon itself. And it makes the space in that area then reach temperatures of 5,000 Kelvin uh, for, what? For, for 10 billionths of a second. Now, what is 5,000 Kelvin, you ask? That's over 8,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Why wouldn't you just start with that? <laughs> because Why we're the only idiots out here. to know what Calvin is. Because we're the idiots out here talking about Fahrenheit, and I want everyone to feel stupid before I share that. Anyway, it's almost the temperature of the sun. And so the Clausor just gets that ability to do it now. And, but it can use it short range. Now, I see the look in your eyes, Matt. You're going to ask, what are the specifics of how, how does this play out in a Jaeger, right? So exactly. Yeah. So I did the math. A mantis <laughs> math. a mantis shrimp is about one fifth of a pound. A Jaeger is fourteen thousand pounds. Um give or take. Give or take. Yeah, give or take. Uh so that is approximately seventy thousand times heavier than the shrimp that this is inspired from. So we have talked with the nerds at Research and Design, and we're going to take all these numbers and multiply them by 70,000, Matt. So the Samurai Clawzord Jaeger is going to create a mid- medium-range explosion of evaporation that will cook a kaiju with a heat implosion to the tune of 560 million degrees, which is the heat of 70,000 suns. I so, think it will also set whoa. our atmosphere yeah, on fire, <laughs> killing the killing everyone and everything on the planet all instantaneously. So they they haven't done that math yet because that's not part of this question. The Matt didn't ask for that. He was asking for solutions, not more problems. But that is what I've got for you, Matt. Heat explosions. At medium range, don't you want to be the guy that controls the weapon with the power of 70,000 suns? <laughs> You're like every bad guy who pitched to Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am Obadiah Stane right now. <laughs> like, we can weaponize that. Yeah, it's fine. I just, so I, I googled, I google image searched pistol shrimp. Mm-hmm. Um and if you haven't done so yet, I would recommend it because Let me just pistol clear shrimps my pyramidus search. are very normal looking <laughs> shrimps with one like radiated beefy arm. And so, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I can just. There's like, a Pokemon version of it too called Clawitzer. I, I just. Oh, you're right. Imagining your Jaeger having like one yak ass yeah. beefy arm. is Uh is very good (laughs) um apparently so all crustaceans if they like lose a limb they can grow it back apparently a pistol shrimp if it were to lose the non-beefy arm it may accidentally grow two beefy arms (laughs) yeah that's pretty cool yeah that is dual wielding (laughs) oh my god yeah okay (laughs) yeah so that's no and i mean the good news is the the cavitation bubble is like incredibly small so even that times seventy thousand is probably not citywide it's probably less than a mile still. So like, like a still working, still working out the math. Listen, it's probably far enough. Just eyeballing it real quick. Your Zord's going to create a singularity inside in well, under the sea. Now, I know that at least three of us went to go see, or at least two, two or three of us went to go see the Godzilla movie, King of the Monsters, and they fired off an oxygen destroyer, and it was fine. 
So, like, how much further off are we than that? The the science-based movie Godzilla, Godzilla. King of Monsters <laughs> is Todd's research. Oh, I'm sorry. This. We're basing this question on the science-based movie Pacific Rim. All right. I have had enough fake science for one day. Uh, so I'm going to move this along. Andrew, what improvement are you making to your giant flying spaceship? Yeah. So I kind of alluded it earlier. Uh, obviously, a giant flying wooden space pirate ship that only relies on the direction and the speed of the wind to move it has a pretty clear flaw. <laughs> There's no way this Zord is metal and wind-powered. No, it? I choose to believe it is. It's got sails. That's, from the five-minute video that I watched, I can surmise that it uses the power of wind. Um, it's also a space pirate ship, but we won't argue this physics. Um <laughs> So, I came here to exclusively argue physics. Yeah, so. exactly. Now, knowing that... So here's the thing. We have a bigger problem that isn't relying on the speed of wind. It's that we really need to stick this pirate aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's way more important. Aesthetic is way more important than functionality. You're not If wrong. I've learned anything. Form over function. This is, this is Power Rangers. Am I wrong? You are not no. wrong. No, that season needed more pirate stuff. Thank you. Uh, so what we're going to do instead of all that is we're going to add a giant weighted anchor oh, that drops God. down and bolts <laughs> bad guys on the head. <laughs> oh my God. Because like, they, they would though. It would they though. totally would. Yeah, because this is a kid's show and they can't hit people with their swords. Then what they can do is drive right on top of the big uh, <laughs> golem thing while it goes and then you hear see you later alligator and then it comes the anchor comes down and goes <laughs> so that's that's what we're doing here does now i haven't watched power rangers does power rangers make use of like title splash cards would it would a giant like cartoonish bonk appear on screen um when it connects as far as my memory serves in 2010 they did a remaster of mmpr um, where they added that it was like yes. green and zoinks scoob I don't know you know just shit like that <laughs> yeah 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 that would have been the height of the mar at the comics craze when uh, after Iron Man came out so that makes sense then yeah. I'm on board if I get a big splash <laughs> yeah. card that says bonk every time you drop that anchor yeah like why not the best thing you're up. gonna see is the the pan back from like close up on their face close up on the anchor close up on their face and then it hits them yeah, yeah. yes um, I did mention earlier that all of the rangers ride in the ship so instead of them mm. like undocking from their zords I just want to see all five of them like valiantly like ride down on this anchor and, <laughs> and then like four board the gigantic monster like shadow of the colossus style and they're all just like stabbing it with their electrical swords in the back of the neck one of the bad guys from this season is captain mutiny who is half pirate ship yes this is stupid this is excellent i love i love us finding a, a thing and then smj is like yep that happened 100 yeah you're right there aren't a lot of things that i can't wrap my right my mind around Power Rangers is definitely one of them. Oh, Which for sure. saying something. I take so much issue with that because we talked about Final Fantasy a couple weeks ago. I said there are very few things that I can't <laughs> wrap my, my mind around. Andrew chose his words very carefully. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Okay, so 
Uh, Andrew is picking up the field mice and bonking them on the head. <laughs> Captain Mutiny, though, is rad as hell. All right. Well, now we got to Google search that. Captain Mutiny is what they did when they're like, we have a pirate, a pirate themed season. Who's who's the bad guy going to be? In it? And like one dude like took a real long rip and was like, got it. <laughs> All right, yeah, Captain Mutiny fucks. Holy oh, shit, yeah. this guy rules. He looks like Gilgamesh. All right, um, moving on. SMJ, SMJ, what is your answer uh, to your improvement to your Zord Jaeger? Okay, so I got to bring realism. We got to we got to get back to Earth, right? So I'm going to talk about sure. the space pyramid um, for a second. <laughs> um, there's little to no flaws, I would say. It, it's, it can't get too much. However, I will concede that it is massive, and uh, the pyramid of it is huge in comparison to the little arms and the little legs. So what we need to do is it's got to go to the gym, baby. we gotta, we got to <laughs> make sure that those arms and those legs are strong. We're going to reinforce those with steel. I'm talking like, oh, God, what is the, what is the name of the... Steel in the Marvel universe. Oh, adamantium. Oh, yeah, adamantium. we gotta put yeah. some of that Vibranium. shit in the joints. Unobtainium. <laughs> gotta give, <laughs> gotta give them some biceps. Gotta give some big calves. That's what I'm. That's what I'm suggesting. Keep it simple. Big calves, biceps, triceps, delts. Yes. So what you're saying is the pyramid's gonna get real yolked. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> I think it needs to. Like, if it already wasn't big enough, even bigger. Because I also want to not just go for you know physical domination i want the monsters to be spiritually broken i want them to be emotionally <laughs> broken mentally broken um, you want to suplex them into the sun yes like <laughs> just we we got to get a little more of a mental edge you know i think i think power rangers is a little too nice you know what i mean <laughs> it's a little yeah. too nice and if you have a giant pyramid that can summon lightning that cracks the earth in half it's time to get a little mean. Time to flex that muscle, baby. Shit up, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's it, Matt. I think that's all I need for my case. All right. So to recap for anyone listening, um, so far we have springy legs, uh, um, super kicky legs, Matt. Super kicky legs, cosmic yeah. oxygen gun, anchor, and CrossFit membership. Those yes. are the four <laughs> answers to this question. So far, so uh, of those, I think a CrossFit membership probably costs the closest to twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Finally, my friends, we need to recruit a pilot. Last year, we asked for a video game character to pilot your video game bosses. Unfortunately, most of the Smash roster won't pass as teenagers with attitude. So what? I'm going to need you to select a real-life human being to be given a power coin or the power cosmic or some other assorted MacGuffin that will make them a new Power Ranger and give them the keys to your chosen Zord. Who are you casting as what Ranger and why? And let me tell you, there is a correct answer. And if somebody gives the correct answer, you're going to win. But I don't think anyone's going to give the correct answer today. So with that said, Todd, nope. With that said. Wait, wait. Who's from The Walking Dead? Everybody quick. No, no, it's, it it's not a Walking it's Dead actor. someone from The Walking Dead or Nick Cage. It's not or, Nick Cage oh. either. They have not been in Ghost Rider. Um, Are they in Umbrella Academy? No, definitely not. Definitely okay. not. Kyle, <laughs> what is your answer to this question? Who are you casting? 
All right, Matt. So what I've seen of Power Rangers, being a Power Rangers, being a Power Ranger requires being a Power Rangers, Rangers. (laughs) requires a lot of physicality and emoting through masks. Yes. So I for those reasons, I'm going to cast not sexy teen, but Pablo Pascal to play Power Rangers veteran who always returns to help the new the new guys. Um, he'll play Adam Park, but pa- uh, Pablo Pascal of Game of Thrones and Mandalorian fame is uh, wow. That's is a good my one. choice today. Mm. Okay, oh, yeah, that's a great cool. one right there. I had to look because I I have not seen Game of Thrones or Mandalorian. But why? So you you were very specific about emoting through a mask. What is it about <laughs> Pablo Pascal? You mean that Pedro screams? Pascal? Pedro? Did I? I yeah, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> ah, got it. Okay. Um, so now by his Christian name, what is it about Pedro Pascal that really tells you he'll be able to emote through a ranger mask? I mean, he did he did eight episodes of The Mandalorian with with the Boba Fett mask on. Oh, that's that makes sense. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay, that All was right. that was what I was going for there. So mm. would have helped if I seen the source material. Got it. Sure would have. <laughs> All right, sorry to leave you hanging on that one, Kyle. Todd, who is your new ranger casting? Yeah, I also did not go with Spunky Teen in this. Uh, I figured that them piloting uh, Jaegers is just too too much for like someone who may not have their driver's permit. So um, I went with Zoe Saldana. Uh, so obviously of uh, Avatar and Marvel fame. And, and here's why. So she has already shown that she can take on extra large monsters that are threatening planets and or the universe, you know, so she flew the flying pterodactyl things in Avatar um, Mm -hmm. while fighting giant uh, planet-threatening metal things. She did Um, all her own stunts in that movie, too. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Kyle. That was in my notes, absolutely, and I was certainly going to say it next. Um, (laughs) In that CGI movie, she did all her own (laughs) stunts. Uh, She also showed, so the opening scenes of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, she was the one that killed the impregnable Abelisk from outer space by stabbing it and slicing it open after they couldn't hurt it so it's her it's she's definitely she's the person she can do whatever it's it's zoe saldana give me more zoe saldana is what i'm saying what what color are you gonna dye her for this one todd um i mean depending on what the source material would be like if she'd end up being some other alien race because now i'm realizing i named two movies where she's dyed a color because she's a member of an alien race i don't know let, let zoe be zoe you know like I don't think I've actually watched a movie with her not having her skin dyed, so I just want her to be... Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek do movies. Thing. I huh? thought she was dyed colors in Star Trek, too. No, she. I thought no. she was her. No. Oh, I yeah, did, see, yeah, I did see her in Star Trek. So yeah. There you go. Yeah, okay. there we go. Um, <laughs> I got from Kyle's answer that it was Adam Park, so it's probably going to be the Red Ranger. What color ranger is Zoe Saldana Todd? I still think you have to be the Gold Ranger. Um, I don't know if we've had a woman be the Gold Ranger. No. Um, so it's time. Yeah. No. Like it's long past time. Like we, let's do this thing. Like make make Zoe Saldana the Ranger that comes in mid season and everyone loves because she's just a badass. And there we go. Okay. All right. I I don't hate either of those answers so far. Uh, Andrew. Andrew, what you got? Uh, so I mentioned already Power Rangers Megaforce exemplifies a huge missed opportunity because they did the pirates aesthetic, but they just kind of like half-assed it. Mm-hmm. And there was this other like si- there was this other like big whole deal about this like space armada insect army whatever. 
Um, so they, but they like, they completely dropped the ball in the pirates execution. So what I want is, is two things. I want a power ranger series where they're actually just space pirates and a, and a red ranger who is leading the team, who is finally a female because they're, because the red ranger for whatever reason can only be male. And the red ranger is always like the de facto leader, unless there is a neutral color themed Power Rangers, because I think Neutral Colors is like the the ROTC program in Power Rangers. What? Yeah. There's only been one non-red leader. Right. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Uh, who was that? That was Jen Scott's uh, Pink Ranger from Amazing. Time Force. Okay. This is Very incredible. I cannot Wikipedia search as no. fast as you can catch these references, SMJ. I'm, I'm trying. My big afro is trying to keep it. It's really impressive. Um so right, so exactly. So there's there's only been one uh, pink ranger. Was the pink ranger? The pink ranger is always female, right? Yes, always. Okay, so there's only been one female leader. I think we obviously need more female leaders in the Power Rangers canon. I want I want my Red Ranger driving the the awesome pirate ship that shoots cannon lasers and drops tungsten anchors <laughs> to be played by. Uh, uh, an actress named Alba Baptista. Um, you may not know that name, but if anyone has seen Warrior Nun uh, that recently came out on Netflix, <laughs> she's the she's the lead on Warrior Nun. Now, Warrior Nun is not a good show. It's so bad. It's terrible. Like, don't don't watch it. Just watch the trailer that plays when you like hover over it. That's all you really need to see of Warrior Nun. Yep. Um, but she is very good, and I want to see more of her. So I think this would be a really fun and 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 to be honest, Matt, like I kind of like lost focus on the Jaeger thing, and I was more focused on space pirates. So <laughs> sure, okay, <laughs> lost, lost the thread a little bit. So like I kind of just went down this path of like, oh, wouldn't it be awesome if like the Red Ranger just was like a cool space pirate, and she was given her power, but like the only one given her power, and she had to go around the galaxy to like collect the other rangers from other planets uh, and other solar systems. Oh, we're just doing a different thing now. I we're mean, just doing an entirely different thing. Yeah. I, just doing, I just started doing Firefly. Yeah, like, it doesn't... It didn't answer my question. It was cool. I liked it, but it didn't. I mean, she's gonna pirate the. She's gonna pirate the pirate ship. She's gonna pilot the pirate ship. Who's whatever? All right. She's gonna pirate the pilot ship. She's gonna pirate the pilot ship. She'll drop the anchor on top of the Jaeger's head and and say "Avast!" Whatever. Great. Perfect. Excellent pirate line. Um, awesome. Wrap us up, SMJ. Who are you casting as your Ranger Jaeger Zord? Pilot. I think I hit all the right nouns yes. before um, I said the word yeah. pilot. I, you know, to be honest, I love all three of those so far. I think those are pretty great. But I think I have one better. Don't lie to us. So, um, <laughs> so when I think about a leader, right, a leader of the Power Rangers, you need someone with youth on their side. They've got to be youthful, right? They need to have somewhat of a superhero experience, whether that's in their real life, they are firefighters or whatever, or maybe they're just actual superheroes with abilities. They need to have technical prowess. And I mean, in a way where it's like you're dealing with technology, um, commanding energy, right? You need to have that ability. You got to have planning expertise and you got to have great comedic timing. You got to have all of those things. So my obvious choice has to be Latia Wright, who played, uh, Sir, Suri. what's yes Suri. from uh, Black Panther because she's fucking incredible. She can also act really well. So see, this is the thing: is like you can have her in real life, and then when you make the inevitable series about it, she can play herself. 
she can play herself. And uh, I already developed a background story for this. Um, so after <laughs> after Trey of Triforia gifts the Power Rangers with Pyramidus for their help in helping them return home, Latia is awarded the Gold Staff Ranger Staff instead of an Oscar award, which automatically triggers the power transfer process, turning her into Zero Ranger Gold. See. I really just want her to be Trey of Triforia and there to be oh, three, three of her. Because I for- completely good. forgot about Trey of Triforia until you brought him up today. And I remember watching that in real life as a child. being like, why are there three of those guys? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? So why strange. was this a necessary thing? It's like they found the only triplets on planet Earth who happened like to act. Like the chiseled, ripped yeah, <laughs> triplets to be like, you three. And it was weird. We've never cause... seen this before. They're like brains, they're like beings were split into three. So like one was courage and one was wisdom and one, was, one was power. Was power. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> um, but yeah, I submit her. I think she'd be pretty badass. Right on. Excellent. Uh, all of those great answers. I liked all of those answers. I will say correct answer was Jason David Frank. Jason David oh, Frank is the correct right. answer. <laughs> Bring him back. You can't do a Power Rangers thing unless Jason David Frank is there. I started looking at some like deep cut seasons and by deep cut. I mean, like past the initial 10 and like he he kept coming back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like he's like the Nova of Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, he's still like I at least twice when I was working at the radio station ran promos for con events in Columbus that had Green Ranger Jason David yep. Frank as a big headline signer. He's everywhere. It's like ridiculous how much ground he covers in a in a regular year. When you got a meal ticket, you don't give that up. That's right. If you want to see something really sad um, on your break or after we record, go watch D- Jason David Frank MMA fights. Oh, they're oh. not good. He's <laughs> very I remember bad. watching some of those. He wins, oh. but he's very bad. But he's he's jacked like on those fights. He's got to be pushing 46 now? is what Wikipedia yeah. told yes. me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think his first fight was either at 39 or 40 something somewhere around there. At least two of the videos that show up in the top five refer to him as Green Power Ranger Jason David Frank MMA like MMA fight. Like I saw (laughs) he can't even escape it when he's just doing an MMA fight. I saw something recently where Austin St. John was uh, in the news cycle for something. And I was like, hey, he, I'm Austin uh, He stormed a wrestling ring. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, what? That must and, and Austin St. John was the original Red, Red Ranger. Ranger. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's the other one that's like back on the show all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, he was just on Beast Morphers for a dino-themed power oh, uh, team-up. How did they how did they write him back in? Because didn't they like write him out? Yeah, like, so he time? went to a peace conference... Um, AKA he had a pay dispute, so they wrote him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. then for Zio, I guess they agreed to pay him a lot more money. Cause then he just came back and was like with, uh, Jason, with Tommy and was like, I've got the perfect person to be the gold ranger. Um, and then they wrote out, um, David Yost to play the, the right. blue ranger. And the main reason he was kicked off the show was because apparently 
that is very homophobic back in the 90s. I don't yes. know if you're aware of I that. Read ab- I, yeah, I have <laughs> read, I read that. about yeah. that. Well, I know that Haim Saban is, 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 a, is a poisonous piece yes. of shit filth, right? Yep. He's basically like handles his business like it's a mob, like it's the mob. Yeah, he, he, he loves money. Well, it's just yeah. like he likes money. Um, and he, he saw that the easiest thing to do was after MMPR was to try to change uh, the teams up, if not the person, the costumes in order to make the most amount of money at the right amount of time. So um, that's sort of where, you know, at, when you get to like Turbo, which is the third team. Um, it really became all about the merchandise rather than the actual show. And then in space had to kick it back to quality. Right. I guess. Wild. What's okay. Answer me this. What's the best Power Rangers season? Oh, I have a top. Okay. I have a top five. I'll give you five. That works. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jungle Fury, like Jungle Fury a lot. This is number one or number four. I don't know if I can rank them. It's not in order. Yeah, Jungle Jungle Fury. That's one. Uh, in space, it also has a kick ass. It's not. It's not good, but it's very funny uh, crossover with the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The I was just going to say that's the season yes. where they had yeah. TMNT. Yes, very good. And they were mind controlled and they were bad. Until yes, the end. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, Dino Thunder. I really enjoy Dino Thunder. Um, Time Force, and I will submit. Let's do MMPR just for nostalgia. OG. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Okay. So I have learned more about Power Rangers today than I knew in my whole life, which rules. And it's about time for us to take a break. But first, oh shit, that kaiju stepped in a puddle of MacGuffin goo. MacGuffin? (laughs) And now it's grown to five times its already monstrous size. Now that there's an unfathomable beast to dwarf all of your Zord Jaegers, we need to check the final box of the Power Rangers franchise and combine all your Zords together to create one Mega Jaeger Zord. The Jaeger Zord. What limb will your Zord take in this amalgamation of madness to make the Yegazord greater than the sum of its parts? I will take your answers right after this. Hey, everyone. Sorry if you were expecting the Wii Shop music. Lucky for you, there are like a thousand and a half covers on YouTube and Spotify and wherever else you stream music. I'm here today to tell you that we would like to fill this slot with something other than the Wii Shop music. We've sort of reached the point with this podcast that we would really love to take on a sponsor or two. And we're not looking for your quips or your lawnmowers or your purple mattresses, although I would very much like at least two of those three things. I'll let you decide which two. We are looking for indie creators in the nerd space just like us. We are not trying to get rich off this show. We just want to help spread indie nerd culture around the globe. So if you are someone who makes dice, if you are an artist who takes commissions, if you have a video game or nerd or comic related brand, we would love to run an ad for you on the show. We've put together some sponsorship packages and we've made sure to keep the price point low enough that people like us would be able to afford it. So if you have any interest in advertising with us or you know someone who might, shoot us an email and get in touch at debatethiscast at gmail.com. Hello and welcome back from whatever break you just heard. I have tasked these four good podcast people 
with the question, pick a body part for your Zord Jaeger to become in this crazy Jaeger Zord that we are putting together because a kaiju stepped in Magoofin and I needed to get that pun in there one last time. Kyle, go ahead. What limb is the Frog Zord? Well, Matt, since there are only four of us presenting Zords today and there are five key pieces to the Zord. Five I'm pieces take, of Exodia, yes. I'm going to take mm-hmm. two limbs and just submit my my frog Zord as the, the <laughs> kicky legs of the Megazord that we have today. So we're getting our full money's worth out of the kicky leg, super kicky leg upgrade and putting it on the Megazord. So I'm just going to be the left and right leg of our Megazord. So is... Is is the Mega Jaeger Zord gonna fight like a kangaroo? Like, is it gonna is it gonna use the kicky legs for kicking or for for jumping and sprunging? All of the above, my friend. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kick. We're gonna we're gonna sweep the leg, and we're gonna jump nine thousand bajillion feet in the air and like people's elbow the the kaiju. <laughs> With whatever else we got. Yeah. Perfect. Much like normal frogs when they jump, you won't really know what direction we're really going to go in until we're already heading that way. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right, Todd, pick a body part. So, Matt, this should come as no surprise. I am the right arm, and Matt, it is a beefy arm. It is (laughs) the biggest, beefiest claw, and I'm here to give the kaijus a snipping and a shooting. I'm just going to tell you, Matt, it is clawsome. Uh, ugh. That was, oh the, that was the pun you like. <laughs> you made minus. us wait for you to finish working on. C minus. Clawsome, because I'm a claw, it, and it's awesome. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well, Andrew, um, hopefully it's a little more clawsome than that. It's it's pretty clawful. Uh, so in the... <laughs> In the Megaforce, uh, the Megazord from Megaforce, the legendary SPD Megazord, that is, mm. um, I, I mentioned earlier the pirate aesthetic doesn't really doesn't really play. It the Megazord is actually very pirate themed in that it gets a cool pirate hat. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Anyway, it's kind of fun. Um, so in that in that version, the pirate ship I think is the torso slash head because usually the Red Ranger oh. is is something in control. Um, this one I'm gonna be the hip. The hips. <laughs> the hips. Yep. Continue. Um, let me do, I will. do they lie? They well, they they're pirates, so yes. Uh, um, so I'm gonna be the hips, and and I mentioned earlier now that that pirate ship is a big old spear. Yeah. At the front of it, that that bow spirit, Andrew. Um, so I'm thinking our Megazord just like. When he attacks, he puts his, its hands behind its head and just goes, ooh! <laughs> and just, just pelvic thrusts. Pelvic thrusts. Oh my gosh. Pelvic thrusts. <laughs> I'm full of regret. I'm just full and, of regret. And, and, no, and, and wait, no, one more thing, one more thing. All right. And it's a pirate ship, so when we're in the water, we can we can swim using the float on top of the water with the pirate ship uh, propelled by our kicky legs. <laughs> What what like the people duck. what the people who aren't on this call didn't see was that as you're describing it, you put your hands on the back of your head to I show sure to show that it would fully get into the gyration of its hips. And I absolutely, hate that. absolutely, I did. Why would wow. I not commit to the bit? Wow. SMJ, I'm sorry. 
for who we choose to be. So Andrew, <laughs> wait, no, you have turned you have turned the Yegazord into like one of those ducky boats that I used to go to downtown Pittsburgh to ride around. In. <laughs> it's a ducky boat with a spear on its and it, as its torso. Got it. All right, SMJ, round it out. Okay. What uh, what limb are you taking? Okay, so. Is this is this the sort of thing where it's a process of elimination and I have to justify that I now have only an arm to deal with? Fuck it, do whatever you no, want. No, no, you. <laughs> if you have a better answer than one of these nerds, please feel free to. <laughs> I don't know how you do, but if part. you do, you know it's a fascinating thing. It's like, do I challenge myself? Do I do I go beyond <laughs> the Call of Duty? Which maybe, um, you know what? The 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 easiest answer would be obviously the torso. I'll give, I'll secede the, uh, no, I'll, um, I'll give the, uh, pirate ship as the, as the head. It can contain, it can be contained with on the giant pyramid structure. Um, <laughs> I only say that because there's a giant energy beam in the middle of its chest and it has two cannons oh attached to the top, which could form with the other cannons on, on the uh, now pirate ship head, which can turn in any direction at this point. Pyramidus doesn't discriminate. It can go wherever it needs to go, <laughs> um, I believe. However, if there's only an arm left, what I what I could see is Pyramidus doing an origami-esque folding. So that way it's only in an arm-like shape, but still has the giant energy um, beam protruding out as the elbow. Um, it's going to be one lopsided motherfucker. <laughs> yes, it could be that. But I think it's going to have to be the torso because you got to have an equal, you, you know, you got to be balanced when you're flying. You know, you got to be able to have equal weight. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to say the torso. The torso is... I'm now, I'm now trying to imagine this monstrosity yep. like trying to stab with its pirate ship bow, bow spear <laughs> hips with a giant protruding like pyramid at its chest that it's gonna like get past as well point of clarification which and direction is the tip of the pyramid facing uh towards towards towards, <laughs> towards the bad yeah. got it yes towards um, the bad where your face would be got it yeah this sounds terrible yeah <laughs> Um, it's not great. Yeah, I, this thing's gonna fall over. It's unwieldy. No, it's That's, got big. Yeah. It's got, got nice, strong, kicky legs. It's got kicky legs. Okay, it's it's got the ability to fly. It's got two things to fly. Gold pyramid is supported by frog legs. <laughs> gold pyramid made again out of gold. <laughs> Boy, all right. Okay. Well, um, I have I have some phone calls to make. I just a couple need to call. <laughs> I don't even remember what I set up at the top of this episode. He's gonna call a priest, the world government, <laughs> or whatever. And uh, we we got the powers pick, that be. Yeah, we got to pick a Jaeger. The the guys upstairs, the execs, the execs are calling, <laughs> and they need a Jaeger. So if you could give me one last closing statement on my way out the door to call the execs to help finalize your answer and make your Jaeger the right choice to defend the Western front in this, the war of the worlds. Kyle, go ahead. All I've got to say is when you go with the, the frog ninja Zord, you're not just getting one Zord. You're also getting its frog army, the hyper kicky legs, fire breath and an electrified lasso tongue. That's, that's a lot packed into the small frog shaped package, Matt. And I don't think you'll find a better value for the powers that be 
to fight kaiju with than the frog ninja sword. Okay, uh, Todd, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, all the stuff Kyle and, and Andrew and SMJ said sounds real cool. But listen, when you're fighting demons from the depths of the earth, why not arm ourselves with the power of 70,000 suns? <laughs> why oh not light God. our entire atmosphere on fire and burn the planet to a, <laughs> to or a I guess nice you can blackened have, crisp? You can have an electrified frog tongue, I guess, if that's what you think is really going to do it. <laughs> or a boat. Or okay. A, or a pyramid stomach. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Todd. Andrew, closing statement. Uh, <clears throat> Matey Morphin Pirate Rangers. I hate. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. God damn. That's better. It was better than uh, making us wait for Clawsome, Todd. It's true. <laughs> I it know what I said. Uh, SMJ, finish it out. Okay, so, you know. I, I really appreciate everybody trying this episode. I really do. Um, I think there's only <laughs> one clear. <laughs> I think there's one clear answer here. The, this is the most versatile of them all is one that could be a car, a Megazord in and of uh, in and of itself can shoot lightning. I don't think we have focused enough on the fact that it can shoot lightning that cracks the earth. <laughs> Right down also the wanting to also wanting to destroy our planet. Yes, you, you and Todd Listen, trying to no, trying to no, kill yeah, us to make an process. omelet. You got to crack a few eggs. Yeah, let me tell you, there's got to be. It's not going to cause as many casualties as the burning of the atmosphere. Let me just point that out there. All um, right, fair. You can also do. You can also put it in the inner. <laughs> you can put it in the new space force. Right, it's got interstellar travel, <laughs> um, and then when it's done, we can make a shit ton of money. It is versatile, both in and in its life cycle. And post its life cycle. All right. Great. What a way to wrap up this 80 minutes of madness in which we have all been a part. Uh, I'm going to go call the execs. Why don't you guys give each other some good vibes? Yeah. So, Todd, I, yes. lo I love. <laughs> I do. I do like the idea of a Zord with just one one big beefy punching arm and then one like tiny normal arm. That seems right. That seems like something you'd see in a in a kaiju battle movie. Um, Andrew, the 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 space pirate ship. I didn't wouldn't have expected anything else. Just, <laughs> Thank you. Very very Andrew answer today. And SMJ, you you brought the you brought the thunder that that cracks the earth apparently, and um and all the the Power Rangers knowledge we needed to get through this. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Kyle, your answer gave me the most nostalgia because I remember all the things you said and thinking <laughs> all the individual things you named were the cool things that the Frog Zord did, but only did it once. Like, yeah, like mm. released all the mini frogs once. <laughs> like, But I, I really appreciated that as a good, like wholesome. That is what centered us today in the Power Rangers conversation was your frog. <laughs> Andrew, your, yes. your, your choice very obviously came from the era of we need to sell more toys. But I'm glad you brought a pirate ship because in my mind, when they're like, oh, the kaijus are back. There's one guy that's like, I got it. And he presses Don't the worry. button, and then a pirate ship comes. <laughs> the pirate in, ship button, and it bonks him with a giant anchor. And I, I'm imagining a big like a giant button with a like 
skull and crossbones, like Jolly Roger <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. And then the pirate ship just like emerges out of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Like the flying Dutchman. When the yes. bad guys get bonked in the head, they make the only movement that Power Rangers baddies can make, which is shuffling back and forth and waving their arms up and down. Yes. Um, and SMJ, you brought a pyramid that shoots lasers made of gold and can crack the earth. So those seemed like great things that I think I would want in whatever is going to fight the kaiju. So I also appreciated that. Kyle, the frog <laughs> zord is, <laughs> is very good for a couple of reasons, because the frog zord is the one thing that I remembered from the, the MMPR movie <laughs> and not the 2017 one, the Ivan one, which is very, very bad. And the only line that I remember from that movie is Adam Park saying, well, I'm a frog. I'm a frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> sad. All, all, the other, all the and, other Power and, Rangers get a nice cool one. And he holy shit, when I was eight years old, that was the pinnacle of comedy. <laughs> 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 um, so... So I want I want to thank you for letting allowing me to relive that very specific memory, uh, but also thank you for uh, making a frog sound kind of cool because that Zord never made any sense to me, and uh, yours yours was pretty cool. I, I love the kicky frog legs. Uh, Todd, um, thank you for teaching us all about pistol shrimp. That was a really fun, was a really fun story hour. Uh, pistol shrimp was the the zoo books that came in the mail this month for yeah I, yeah yesterday it came in on friday afternoon when i stopped working and i just spent all weekend yeah and, and smj what can i say matt brought in a ringer <laughs> we were we were out man we were out gunned we were out boxed. i i, I want to say though the, the the name pyramidus is every time you said it i was like that's wild that's that's incredible. better than any yeah. other naming conventions in Power Rangers. Yeah, though. I mean, like, like when it got to a pyramid made out of gold, pyramidus. Yeah, it's like when it got to a super mega force. It's like super mega mode. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. It just yeah, you just you, there, you can only crunch super and hyper and ultra and power into into <laughs> thing. I mean, Nintendo learned that in the '90s. Like, you can only do it so many times. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm just shocked that the trademark for pyramidus wasn't already taken. Like, that someone didn't already come up with that for something else. I mean, it's very well could have also been a Transformer, and nobody knows. It's yes. true. Um, so, good vibes. Um, I have to say thank you to all of y'all for making space and allowing me to come on your wonderful podcast. I really enjoy um, this podcast. I especially love the Animorphs episode. Uh, yeah. Big Animorphs <laughs> fan over here. Um, Kyle, um, the super kicky legs... <laughs> is incredible because I would not put it past anybody to put it in the show. You know what I mean? Like it that's fits. What I, that's the, the vibe I was chasing. Yeah, it fits the vibe so well. Also, your casting um, option is probably my favorite one because it makes the most sense to me in terms of like if you're going to pick an actor, got to be able to emote through that mask. So um, he would be an incredible Power Ranger. Yes, of course. Um, he's also got the sword fighting ability, which is like, yes, needed. Um, Todd, it helps that I just watched Game of Thrones yes. again. So, Todd, I'm you know, as much shit as we were giving you about the heat of the sun and everything, <laughs> what an ultimate power up, you know what I mean? 70,000. Like, <laughs> it reminds me of every villain in Star Wars. It's like we've got to, got to have a weapon that destroys worlds, and that's, um, I just love it so much, and I just appreciate your even. Some people may call it fake science. I like to believe it's real science, so I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, 
Andrew, you actually made me want to go back and rewatch <laughs> Megaforce, which is something I never thought <laughs> I would want to do. Um, but to go watch through Super Megaforce and to see your vision of this, like, bounty hunters against <laughs> pirates, that's sort of what <laughs> Operation yeah. Overdrive was supposed to be, but it never did. Oh, cool. I just want a space, I just want another space pirate show. I yeah. That's what I learned from this. It, it just made, it, you know, it, it was a concept that he, that made me very excited to, for the future of uh, fan-made Power Rangers <laughs> yeah. films. I did see, actually, you know, it's funny, a story about that. I did find something because i kept searching for i didn't realize like i found the galleon ship first and i didn't really i didn't know what megaforce was so i kept finding this thing called power rangers pirates and for like <laughs> up until last week i thought that was real i thought that's what the first season of megaforce was called uh -huh. but no that was i was on the fandom there is a specific fan fiction power rangers wiki yes oh only one only but it's like it's not not like the wiki for yeah fandom. No, it's, a, it's a fandom for the wikis no 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 or the it's wiki a fan, for the fandom fan fiction for the yes. fan fiction yeah, yeah. Wow. so somebody and and i saw like a trailer and everything and it, they just recut megaforce so like for the longest time i thought that there was a season called power rangers pirates and i was super into it and then i came to realize like oh that doesn't exist damn oh my god that'd be perfect yeah. I'd love it. Um, but yeah, much appreciated to be on here. Thank you all so much. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I am back. I have communed with the execs. I talked with the geniuses. And I have come to you today with an answer. So first, let me say, I'm impressed. All of these were very good and a lot of fun. And since the last time I talked about Power Rangers, I got dumped on for an hour. I really enjoyed <laughs> watching... Not necessarily you, SMJ, but you other three struggle through Power Rangers lore, <laughs> and it brought me great joy akin to the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered soundtrack. However, there can be only one funded winner today. So Yeah, Kyle and Todd and I already left for the bar, so you can just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but to just give you, to give you a little bit of the thought process, um, Todd... Todd, it's not going to be you. Was it the 560 million degree weapon? Was that the issue? It, it was a little bit of that. Mostly it was just the mechanics of having one giant beefy arm and uh, yeah. being afraid that your Jaeger would just topple over. That's definitely uh, the biggest issue here, I think. Yeah. Nothing else. Just the counterbalance. Um, Science <laughs> is off. Andrew, great idea. However flying pirate ship that is only powered by the wind but still flies <laughs> yep. wasn't something we could really make happen so great blueprint but we're gonna pass we can we can get the we can get the technology from the koopa kids on having three small propellers that yes yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm, can, I'm placing at least two places higher than i anticipated so i'm, <laughs> I'm living which brings me back to Kyle and SMJ. And like, listen, I'm not going to put around this. SMJ, you're the winner today. However. Yeah, yeah, holy shit, really? <laughs> Kyle, hot damn, Black Frog Ninja Zord. Great, great answer with the super kicky legs. Specifically yes. because. Legs. <laughs> if, if I think back to Pacific Rim, which I have seen one time and it was 24 hours before the last time we recorded this podcast, the idea of a Jaeger that 
<laughs> stays in one place until it jumps really far away is super on brand for Pacific Rim. And that was a lot of fun and enough to move you into second place. But yes. again, SMJ, you are the winner today. Thank yeah, you for, for sure. being the ringer yeah. and coming Oof. in and wiping the floor with these nerds. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'll take my victory lap later. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, my friends, thanks for listening in to Debate This. Follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast. And now you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash debate this cast. And one more time, a huge thanks to SMJ for coming on and offering your Power Rangers expertise to our silly podcast. If you've got anything else you want to pitch, social media and stuff, please oh do so. Yeah, do um, so you can find our podcast, Did You Find This Helpful? Uh, we release episodes every Monday and Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, all those. Um you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Did You Find This Helpful and on Twitter at D Y F T H Podcast. Did I get that right? I think I did. Um, my personal, you can find me at Instagram at SMJ Writes and uh, I'll be posting an update pretty soon about this play, hopefully, about Power Rangers. Um, you can also find me at Stephen Meeker Jr.com and follow up with me. Um, there'll be. Oh, I guess this is a good time to announce that I'm trying to revamp this old Power Rangers podcast I was doing with my brother, um, and we hope to release in the fall. It's called The Meeker Brothers uh-huh. Investigate, and I take my brother, who has only ever seen four total episodes of Power Rangers, um, and I take him through uh, some of the uh, weirdest episodes possible as we try to investigate oh, why nice. the show has been on <laughs> for 25 plus years. Can you, um, face. <laughs> can you please make sure to do the one where Brian Cranston voices a monster? Oh, that's, for sure. That was early yes. on, I think. Yeah. It's wonderful. Thank you so much, Matt, for having me. Uh, it's really great to connect with you again. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, debate this audience. SMJ was one of the first 10 people I met in Ohio. So I feel like my whole life is coming together full circle since my college orientation group. So uh, thanks for coming on the show. And until next time, I'm Matt Cole. I'm Kyle, hyper kicky legs, Harper. <laughs> I'm Todd, ambulance people, Thomas. Uh, and I'm Andrew, gyrating and pirating Henderson. <laughs> And I am that big pyramid tummy, SMJ. <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. That's a heckin' podcast so right there. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs>